I'm standing on the wall that God of God is I'm rocking on the wall that God There is success on the wall that God The word of God is found There is victory on the wall that God Everlasting Father, King of Glory, the ancient of days, the Holy One of Israel, we are gathered together once again by your grace to learn at your feet. Lord God Almighty, let your revelational knowledge flow freely. I speak through the voice, the chord of my voice. Give me the divine utterance that will impart your people, edify them. And then glorify your name and your name alone in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have your uh, outline? We all have our outline. Okay. At this morning, wisdom so quickly, we're going to be talking about the different aspects of grace. Somebody say with me, the different aspects of grace. There is grace, but grace has different aspects or different cases. So we're going to run through it this morning. So there are five aspects of grace. How many? How many aspects of grace do you have? Please, church, talk to me. Five. Five aspects of grace. But coincidentally, five is the number of grace in the scheme of peace spiritually. Five is the number of grace in the scheme of things, both spiritually and physically. How do we come about five being the number of grace? And we having five aspects of grace. Praise the Lord. Is anybody here who can tell me? We all know that five represents grace. How did it come about? Uh, first of all, every human being has major five departments. Praise the Lord. Every human being that God has created has major five departments where the head, the chest, number two, the stomach, number three. The hands, that's wisdom. That's four. 
and then waist enhance four and waist down five. Praise the Lord. The head, number one, that's the neck to the head, number one. The chest, number two. The hands, three. The stomach, four. Stomach where you eat, where you put food to sustain you, four. The heart, the chest is where the heart is. Praise the Lord. Uh -huh. And the head, you know, that's where the brain and the portion and everything. Then the hands is what you use to do things and help you to move. And then from waist down, that's number five. That is five, five aspects and five major parts of human being. And then on the head, you also have five senses. Praise the Lord. You have five senses. You have sound. You have taste. You have uh, sight. You have smell and you have touch. That is five senses. Because all these things are, are very sensitive and major aspects of human being. And that's how that five was now decided to be a grace of God. It is the grace of God that you see, you smell, you taste. You touch and you feel this feeling. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that's how we talk about five being the um, number of grace. Now, the following five are the aspects of grace we will be looking at. Guess what? We have grace for salvation. Salvation comes by what? Grace. Number two, we have the co-laboring grace. You just note them. Uh, by the time we are teaching them one after the other, we elaborate on them. We have what we call co-laboring grace. That is grace where God works in conjunction with man. Praise the Lord. We have grace, we call it sovereign grace. Sovereign grace is one aspect of grace where God works alone. Break rules. A move. Hallelujah. And then we have number four. We got. We call it selective grace. Selective grace. This is grace where God seems to be selective, making choice. Praise the Lord. Leave it. Now leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Number five, we have what we call the apportioned grace. Apportioned grace. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at it again. One, grace for salvation. Co-laboring grace. Sovereign grace. Selective grace. And of course, the apportioned grace. That is five aspects of uh, grace. But this morning we look at the number one, which is uh, grace for salvation. Grace for salvation. Grace for salvation is the focus, or it focuses on mercy. Please correct that uh, grace for salvation is the focus of God on mercy. And forgiveness of sin. Or grace for salvation focuses on mercy and forgiveness of sin. Ephesians 1 7. Let's read Ephesians 1 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Praise the Lord. We are redeemed through His blood that washes us, washes our sin, washes us clean of all sins, qualifying us for the status of righteousness. Praise the Lord. Salvation comes on the altar of God's mercy and forgiveness. And having been washed by His precious blood, we are redeemed. Praise the Lord. That's why He said, In Him. We have redemption. This redemption comes by the blood that was shed, that cleansed us from our iniquities as a result of the generosity, the magnanimity of His grace. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So here, here lies the power of forgiveness, 
no matter the magnitude of the sin committed by this scripture, there is no limitation. No matter your mountain of sin, the blood is more than enough to cleanse you, to wash you, and then put that that um, umbrella of grace upon you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That this blood, I want you to note that this blood of Jesus through which we are redeemed is capable of washing whatever sin any man they have committed. There is no sin that can stop it. That is why it is more of grace. Praise the Lord. And there is no performance that can qualify for this grace. It's God's grace. God's decision. To qualify everybody who everyone who is willing to be qualified praise the Lord that's why Titus 2 11 makes it much more clear let's read Titus We have uh, King James, the old, the real King James. Does anybody have King James? I'm using the Holy Spirit in Bible. No King James. Okay. Let me read from here. Let me read from the Holy Spirit Faith Bible. Say Titus 2 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to how many men? All men. Praise the Lord. Now, God looks looks at the world, or men that He has created, from two regiments. Praise the Lord. 
God sees your us from two regiments. One regiment, the first Adam. The second regiment, the last Adam. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, there is no in-between. If you have given your life to Christ, you are under the last Adam, headed by Jesus. And if you have not given your life to Christ, so no matter whatever a religion you believe you are practicing, you are automatically under the first Adam regiment. Praise the Lord. And that's why the Bible says in 3.17, or it is said that those who do not believe in the Son of God are condemned already. Praise the Lord. So in other words, the regiment of the first Adam are unbelievers. And the regiment of the second Adam are the believers. Now, those in the second, I mean the last, not second, the last Adam, praise the Lord. Those in the last, in the regiment of, those of us in the last of Adam, everybody comes through the first regiment. Praise the Lord. Everybody does what? Come through the first regiment. And that's why it is wrong to say, ah, God writing your book in the book of life. Everybody's name is in the book of life. Praise the Lord. Everybody's name, as long as you are a human being, your name is written in the book of life. Well, when people miss it and say, ah, is your name in the book of life? No, once you are alive, your name is written in the book of life. But when you give your life to Christ, your name is written in the book of heaven. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That was why when the disciples were excited that they went out to perform miracles and they were telling Jesus, ah, even the, those that they are obeying them, Jesus said, don't be, don't be excited that they are, uh, they are obeying you. Be excited that, that your name is written in the book of heaven. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, salvation appeared to all men. So, there is no partiality. God is not a partial God. It's made it for everybody to access. And so, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever anybody from the first Adam who among them anybody whosoever believe in the son of God that Jesus is the son of God that came and that it will automatically shifted to the regiment of the last Adam the book of life and when your name is in the book of life, what is written is written. What did I say? What is written is what? It's written. When your name is written in the book of life, you are not being saved. 
you have been what? Saved. The grace covers you automatically. And you can't lose your salvation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can't lose it. No matter what you do, you may destroy your body, but your spirit remains rapturable. That's why when you get born again, the Spirit of the Lord comes to you to conceal and seal your spirit man as a deposit, as a guarantee that you will get to where you are going. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So under this aspect of grace, God decided to save us from eternal condemnation. Praise the Lord. We are all saved from eternal condemnation. We are sinners by nature as a result of DNA or the first Adam. Romans 3.23 is a common, the common scripture. I love and I like to read it. Romans 3.23 Say, oh, for all have sinned. How many? We are all sinners by the regiment of the first Adam through which we came to the world. So all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In other words, all have sinned and fall short of God's salvation. Praise the Lord. And because we have all sinned and we, all, we have all fallen short through the first regiment, God made provision, sent forth his son to share his precious, innocent, blameless blood so that whoever believes in him will be washed by that blood and automatically come under his regiment. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And conclusion, we must understand that salvation, salvation is by the grace of God. For us to enjoy it, we must believe that we are sinners and turning to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. For us to move from the regiment of the first Adam, the sinful nature, to the sinless Adam, that is Jesus Christ, we must believe that he is actually the Son of God and our Lord and Savior. So when, what we do is we change 
to Jesus. It's not actually turning from sin. It is turning to Jesus. But if it is turning from sin, we don't have we won't have believers still committing one or two sins. Praise the Lord. So it's a question of turning to Jesus. That is holding on to Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. It's about who is your God. When things are rough, who do you talk to? When things are good, who do you celebrate as a source? Who is a God? If you have turned to Jesus, then his blood covers you. Because when you appear before God, you appear in his name. God sees Jesus and not you. That's why he is the mediator between God and man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The one, thing, one thing I want you to take this morning is that if you are giving your life to Christ, you have been saved. You are not being saved. It's not a continuous process. Being saved, it's not a continuous process. You're, you're, you are saved. Passes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But some people also out there give us the impression that your salvation is under test every day. Praise the Lord. Your salvation is not under test. If you have been saved, your name has been written in the book of life. Because you have turned to Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And why we have Jesus as our mediator is that why in the general, even when we, you sleep, even when you make mistakes, if you see when you still do one or two things wrongly, the blood is ever there to wipe away every stain of sin on you. The blood of the one you have clings to as your Lord and Savior. He is the mediator between God and man. He is our advocate. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The blood that he shed over thousands of years ago is still dropping fresh as if, as if it were just yesterday. It remains fresh forever. And it has high capacity to wipe off every stain of sin from everyone that has confessed and believe that Jesus is his Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Somebody say with me that I have the grace of God. Say the grace of God has saved me. I am now a child of God. 
I am now a child of God. I'm a member of God's family. I'm hidden in his palm. And no power can pluck me out of his hand. He's upholding me with his righteous right hand, keeping me, blessing me in the land of the living. I can stand boldly and declare Jesus Christ, Abba Father, in Jesus' name. Somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. So we are children of God. And today we have, we are celebrating the children day. Praise the Lord. I like to say hallelujah. And so, because we are all children of God, having rescued from the, the sinful nature of the first Adam, hallelujah, somebody. Having been rescued from the sinful nature of the first Adam, we are now children. Hello? Somebody say, we are children of God. So, it is not by age. It's not by size. Praise the Lord. Before God, we are all children. So, when we say children day, we are actually saying we are celebrating our uh, uh, our uh, our uh, childrenship under the fatherhood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that the kingdom of God belongs to what the children. Praise the Lord. That we all come before him in that state of innocence. That's what the word children is talking about. You come before him with that you know, sense of innocence, of not knowing anything about you, not, not depending on anything of your own. When, when the people say that, that, that you, you, the kingdom of God is easier for the children, praise the Lord. It's those who come with that sense of, of, of children. You know, a child just don't have the reason of his own, praise the Lord. He doesn't have the reason of his own. So we come to God in that state of, 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 of a child not having our own wisdom, not depending on our own understanding, not depending on our own capacity, but depending on God. Praise the Lord. That makes all of us the children of God. That's why we can all shout, Abba, Father. Today is our day. We are all celebrating our day of childrenhood. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Help me tap your neighbor and say, I'm a child of God. I didn't say child, I said child. Say, say, I'm a child of God. God is my father. And I know it. I have nothing to fear. Because the world 
belong to my father. That is why I have to be here. Somebody say amen. Somebody shout glory. Put your hands together for Jesus. Do we have a contribution or um, any question? Give him. I have a question concerning something you said earlier. I'm not sure if I heard clearly, so that's okay. why I want to, so that you can uh, okay. affirm what you said. And if so, I think I will need the scriptural backing. If not now, maybe later. Uh, you said um, there's a difference between the book of life and the book of heaven. Yes. Um, that when you said, and I quote, that everybody alive. Mm. When you say everybody alive, do you mean like human beings that are alive or like people that are alive in Christ? Seriously. No, every, every human being. Okay, every human being alive has his name in the book of life. Yes. Then those that are in Christ have their names in the book of heaven. Yes. Okay, I think maybe later I will need some scriptural uh, uh, explication for that. Okay. Let's go to the book of um, the Gospel of John, the Gospel of Jesus. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior, great in battle. Jehovah is your name. 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 Let's go to book, book, Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 20. <coughs> Luke 20, 10, 20. Yeah. 
we read, okay, let's read from 17 so you understand. Praise the Lord. From 17, Luke chapter 10, verse 17 to 20 says, Then the 17 returned with John, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I was I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and not it shall by any means hurt you. So it was, Jesus was now responding to the disciples who gave him a report that demons were. He said, oh, no, I have given you the power to do so. And then he now concludes, he now saying, that is not even the main thing. So nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is, rather rejoice that you have been saved. Rejoice that you are heavily bound. Praise the Lord. Amen. So because God does not want to make any partiality, so he gave everybody the platform of the book of life. You now choose whether you have you want to be in the book of heaven by accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Any other question? Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for a beautiful day like this, for a celebration of your mightiness, of your lordship over our life as your children. We celebrate and we appreciate the fact that we are your children, that we are not the children of Satan, and we are children of God, the creator of heaven and the earth. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's bow down and pray. Pray that, Father, everything we are going to learn here today to edify us in Jesus' name. Is showcase his nature and life everywhere. When we say showcase, what do we mean? Showcase means displaying, like his attitude. And the test is going to be taken from Ephesians 4 23 to 24. It says, Your heart and your mind must be made completely new. And you must put on a new self which is created in God likeness and reveal itself in the true life that is upright and holy. 
In some places, upright is righteousness. Praise the Lord. When you accept Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior, you become a new creature. You have been recreated in righteousness and true holiness. Therefore, you have God's nature and you are to express God's nature and will. The authority to do this has been deposited in you. When you give your life to Christ, the, the authority to express God's nature has been deposited in you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Your spirit has been recreated in the likeness of God. We are created to be like Him, to act like Him, and also to function like Him. So it is possible for you to express His will, life, and divine attributes that are resident within us. Anywhere you are, in your place of work, in every situation, showcase the righteousness of God. Intentionally give expression to the will and the nature of the Father. Let your life, your actions, and words bear testimony of the Father's character. Express God everywhere. You go. We are the physical representation of God. The unregenerated man cannot un- cannot know or understand God. See, he meets you and I, the righteous one. Praise the Lord. He has already made us and made us a blessing. Now he loves us to bless the world. It is only through you and I that can show forth the common grace, love, goodness, and wisdom and excellence to the world. Now there is no condemnation for the righteous. The power of the righteous. There is no condemnation for the righteous. Once there is a righteous man in the family, it's like a shield in the family. The righteous man is aware of God's mind. We are, when a righteous man speaks, the word does not come back vowed. When we pray, God bless it and backs us up. We are his ambassadors. When we say ambassadors, what do we mean about ambassadors? Ambassadors is a person who represents a state as a resident. you are express your father's character we are the visible representation of god manifest his glory express his abilities and perfections this is our father's will for us to express himself through us finally let it be your purpose to manifest christ through the holy spirit everywhere let's rise up on our feet for prayer Repeat after me. Let God bless you. Let God bless you. Mend, restore, make bold, strong, and touch the world through you. Prayer in Jesus' name. Excellence and wisdom will be expressed through us in Jesus' name.
I want us to pray that the authority to express God will be deposited in our spirit in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I know she was going fast. She was just going on and on and on. But one thing she passed across was that everywhere we go, whatever we do, in every situation, we should express God. We should showcase God's attributes and virtues because he has deposited his will in us. He has deposited his ability inside of us. So wherever we are found, without us talking, without us saying, ah, I am born again, by your actions, by your attitude, by the way you function, people should know that you are a child of God. You are born again. That means you are showcasing your father. You are showcasing the attributes of God in you that has been deposited in you. You are showcasing the attributes of your father. Because like I said earlier, we are the children of the Most High God. So we have to behave like him intentionally, consciously behave like him. It is not um, today, I want to behave like God, then tomorrow I want to do whatever I feel like. No, we are spirit beings and we must function as such. Praise the Lord. So that is what our sister was talking about. I, I know that we have been blessed. Praise the Lord. If you didn't hear most of the things she said, I'm sure Brother Jubel will have it on his podcast. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Abba, we are all children now. Praise the Lord. 